In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This week on The Bachelor, Matt's father shows up and the therapy begins. Then, the final three contestants express their love for a man they've barely met. Plus, it's down to the final two. Who will win Matt's heart? All that and more, it's the most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I am Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I am Jared Freed. I almost forgot. <laughs> I feel like everybody forgot their, <laughs> their intro. <laughs> um, welcome. This week we have Fantasy Suites and I'm super excited to uh, get into that because the past couple of weeks have been pretty crazy here in Bachelor Nation. Um, but before we get into that, make sure you guys are rating, reviewing, and subscribing, following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. Uh, we are giving you all Bachelor Nation news, everything that's going on, keeping you guys up to date on all the drama and gossip and everything. Also, um, we have our Bachelor Breakdown newsletter. So if you don't want to follow us on Instagram, which is weird if you want to do this newsletter, uh, you can subscribe to that as well. Um, Dana, she writes our newsletter every week. If you week would rather she... read than look at pictures, I guess. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, sounds like, that sounds like one of those things like your douchiest friend would say, I'm more of a newsletter person, <laughs> Just to let you know that they like to read. <laughs> it is. Um, it says literally no whatever, but you guys can. So subscribe. if you want to sound. It- <laughs> If you want to sound better than your friends, this is your chance, right? This is your chance. You can subscribe to The Bachelor Breakdown um, by going to betches.co slash bachelor breakdown. Um, but I feel like we should sort of dive right in. This week we have um, Matt has a long overdue conversation with his father. Michelle gets a spa day in a Dwight Schrute looking farmhouse. Bree gets stuck on another shitty woods date. Then Rachel nearly ghosts on their ghost themed date. And finally, we all hope that Bree's mom follows through on her promise to nurse a broken heart because that was honestly, I felt blindsided, but we can I, get into that. Later. I did not feel blindsided because people on Twitter kept referring to Bree as the girl in last place. How horrible is that? No, <laughs> like people literally were like, Oy. oh, my God, not them making the girl in last place go on a date in the woods. And I was like, not people on Twitter referring to her as the girl in last place. Ew, I hate that. But they also weren't wrong, I guess. They they weren't wrong. Brie was in first place in everyone's boyfriend's heart because ah. and mine was, and my gay my gay heart and all as well. I mean, crushing it last night. I mean, I, not to you know, but I was like, whoo, right? I think that straight guys and gay guys love Brie for um, the same reason, but it just affects them differently. 
where you're like, woo, and I'm like, <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, you guys that was have... my penis. That was, <laughs> that was Jared's... <laughs> Jared's penis yelling, yas, queen, about Brie. Um, Literally. <laughs> do you guys have a, um, a title for this episode? Um, yeah, but now that I see your guys is i like yours is better but <laughs> mine is um never trust a man who takes you on a date to the woods which was hard for me to write because honestly i would love a woods date but they mm. obviously did not br- i actually thought of uk because k and i Ish. i think have a lovely friendship but would definitely differ on if we were dating on dating types <laughs> yeah you won't catch me in the woods because i would be like yeah i would love to go in the woods and k would be like i want to go to a club yeah, I'm what on about K side on this one? Sorry, I'm like losing my. I'm out of it today. I'm so brokenhearted for Bray. Wait, Jared, what is your title? Okay, well, K's title wins, but I, 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 it's leading to that. Mine was Daddy Issues, but I love K's the most. All right, well, thank you guys. Wow, the hype. Um, my title <laughs> is The Parent Trap. Oh. Um, it was <laughs> this. <laughs> I felt like it was an ambush. Um, so I guess let's just get like right into it. So um, at the beginning of the episode, we meet Matt's dad, which it's it's very much. It seems like that Matt knew this was happening. But I also feel like this is definitely a producer being like, hey, we should bring your dad on and like tricking him into this type of thing. I don't know. if uh, I don't know. It felt weird. Well, I would. It felt weird because it felt like, like I could see the producer maybe, you know, to me, I would, I would assume that the producer goes, would you want your dad to come on? And he's like, I don't know. And then it becomes like, well, I don't know is like the answer a producer wants. Cause they're like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe he's thinking about it. And then the dad, I mean, Matt definitely knew his dad was coming. The dad, I don't think, knew what he was getting into, though. No. Like, I don't think the dad had any idea. Like, he legitimately said to Matt, he goes, wow, look at it. You're doing great here. And it's like, yeah, he's in a, a house that was rented by ABC. What do you mean you're doing great? Like, That's it was kind of weird. Duh. I texted, I was like, I feel like the dad walked in and was like, wow, so you own all this land? Like, he, like he did not <laughs> understand that, like, he was there for... It, like it was a TV show and the dad thought he was just like coming for a good time. Yeah. He was kind of, he was kind of set up and you know, they Matt bring the conversation was really, it was good at first and we kind of uh, get to see um, their relationship and how I guess Matt's dad kind of left and uh, cheated on his mom and started a new family. And, and that's when it kind of started getting, uh, well, yeah, that was the part. So, like, they're arguing. I thought it was just, like, his dad left, and that was the thing. But he's like, you left, and you started other families. And I was like, families? Plural? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, this this is actually, to me, this was the most interesting conversation, like, I've ever seen on this show. Like, yeah, in a bad season where it hasn't been very interesting, this was, like, one of those. Because I think all of us know, everyone watching at home, everyone listening, all three of us have had to have hard conversations with mm-hmm. our parents in the past. And it was like the most relatable thing because I could, un- like you go, why would you talk about this on national TV? But like, there's never a good time to have tough conversations with your parents. You're like, if anything, the TV show like 
gets the adrenaline going. It's like it, it's like okay, now is the time. I I I have to talk about this. I I kind of yeah. felt for Matt. Like I kind of like was happy for Matt because I don't think. I, I don't think without a TV show, it's like you even saw at the end of their conversation, they like got into like soccer or something. Or, mm-hmm. You know, he brought up like sports. And that's what happens with, you know, fathers and sons a lot. It's like sports, sports, sports. Let's ignore, you know, the elephant in the room. And yeah. that just happens for your whole life. Like it felt like this was like I was actually happy for Matt to get these things off his chest, even though it was done in this kind of weird way. Yeah, I um I I, I think the same. But. At the same time, you don't really see the leads um, in this situation with their parents. Like, it's never like this kind of talk. And I slightly hated it because it sort of perpetuated this like stereotype of like black fathers, you know, abandoning their kids and having this like sort of narrative. Which I mean, yeah. obviously that might be a stretch, but I I, I don't know. At the I same do, time, it didn't feel like it. But I I, 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 don't I know. know what you're saying, um, Kay, and like producers, I feel like probably didn't think about that. But also mm-hmm. with Matt, it's like kind of rock in a hard place because he's like, I don't want to yeah. perpetuate the stereotype, but it is what happened to me. So like, I don't. I feel like, yeah, it. If that was my father, I would he would have, like killed me and been like, "Oh, really? This is when you want to do this?" But also, if Matt and him are so estranged, Matt was probably like, "Well, what do I have to lose?" Yeah, well, Matt put up um, uh, a post yesterday. He did it on Twitter, but he put it on his Instagram story, and it said. Tonight's convo with my dad was hard to experience and it's just as hard to watch all this time later, especially knowing the world is watching with me. I just wanted to say that too often we see dangerous stereotypes and negative depictions of black fathers in media and they have consequences when presented without context. So we swiped up to an article giving more information about that and he said, all I hope is that people watch the conversation with nuance, care, and also an understanding that there are real systemic issues at play. I'm so proud of my so proud of myself for being vulnerable and I'm proud of my mother. I wouldn't be who I am today without my dad. And that's a fact. So I really like that he addressed that. Yeah. Um, totally. I think it's like, I, I think it's why we love this show so much. Like it's so interesting. Kay, that you're like, you saw it, you know, like I saw it from fathers and sons. Like that's the way I watched that whole thing. Like the difficulty of having vulnerable conversations with a dad, be, like, and, and it didn't really, you know, the way that you're looking at it is totally different than me. And that's and I totally understand that. And I'm like, yeah, like it's like we all kind of put ourselves in these shoes of the people and just kind of like, yeah. and, and, and and think of it from our own like our own lens. And, you know, it goes back to like the power of like, I would say, representation, you know, like in all mm-hmm. of those things where it's like, you know, like where someone could look at that and you know, and, and be like brought to a bad place. Someone could be brought to like, wow, I remember trying to talk to my dad about something or my mom or whatever it is. So it's just really interesting. That's why it was so interesting to me. Like it just to see, cause I did see Matt James's tweet and I was like, oh, okay. Like if someone went in that direction, that's a, like it's a different direction that I even could it saw it from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has their own like different perspectives on it. And that's kind of what brings us all weirdly together. Uh, with yeah. the, with I, did, <laughs> I did think though the only thing that like hurt Matt I felt with having this was like oh that's what passion and caring looks like for Matt and mm-hmm. I felt like that is 
the first time I saw him having a conversation where I was like, okay, this is like really how he feels. And like, yeah, like Mm -hmm. it didn't feel at all fake. Like there was nothing I felt fake about the conversation. Um, Whereas then I felt like the rest of the things with the girls, I'm like, it, it just, it feels like, I don't know. I thought that conversation was amazing and Matt was amazing, but I didn't feel that the rest of well, the season. I totally, I totally, I totally agree <laughs> with you because that whole thing with Matt, like it was interesting to see his dad like displaced, but like all I, I've, you hear that from parents all the time. Nobody's perfect. And it's mm-hmm. like, but we're talking about your imperfection. <laughs> that yeah. created yeah. my imperfection, you know, like, you know, like you're off the topic. And then it did feel like, you know, Matt kind of like took the jujitsu that his dad was doing to displace later in the show. Like it did. I agree with you, Chris. Like it was like these this was like the most genuine conversation that I've seen from him. Mm-hmm. Man, when he was talking about the not needing shoes or needing pizza, but needing a father and like mm-hmm. crying, I was like, Fuck. oh, my God. Well, when he was like. Yeah. If I wanted to celebrate, we'd be at fucking Chuck E. Cheese right now. I screamed. I was like, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese screamed too because they were trending for the first time probably <laughs> ever um, yesterday on Twitter. I, I feel like here's the thing that I feel is that we all have issues um, that shape us and stuff, but I just felt like the the way that Matt well I guess we'll get into it when we get into the dates because it didn't really have to do with the way his father the conversation went with his father mm-hmm. but I, I do think that was probably mm-hmm. an incredibly difficult day to shoot and I also think that producers stand there from what I, I know of reality TV is like they'll have a conversation and if his dad's like well we all make mistakes the producer like has a sign that's like say like not all of these mistakes are my mistake you know like they really Mm -hmm. push you to keep having that conversation whereas if Mm. maybe the producers weren't there the conversation maybe wouldn't have gotten to where it did which is is good and bad but i think it does it's almost like a therapist would push them to to actually have the conversation whereas you know not the producers being therapists (laughs) Listen, I, I'm giving them a shred. No, I, I love that. <laughs> a shred. I mean, were they doing it for the right reasons? No, but it still occurred. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. 
Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so let's go right into Michelle's date where uh, this was kind of weird. It felt like they were like um, prepping themselves for like Thanksgiving dinner, like this their was own bodies. So, okay, <laughs> I know that you don't watch The Office, which is... I do watch The Office. You do? I don't watch Friends. That's... Oh, well, I was going to say it was literally Shroot Farms. Like, yeah, that was it. It felt very shrewdy. It was, the, it was called Pennsylvania Dutch Spa Day. It literally it seems like a package offered by Dwight Schrute. Uh-huh. With the oatmeal. How the- scary was that room that they went in to have it? Like, like it just looked like they're like, you went into like someone's hunting shed. It's like, <laughs> w- these are all the furs. Right. Yeah. And nobody's around. There's nobody like walking them through the date. It's just like, here's this room. Here's some sticks of butter and a bath of milk. Have fun. <laughs> like, what? It was the yeah. sound. How did they even... How did they even know what to do? I would rather be in that cabin and hear the sounds of like grizzly bears coming in the door than the sounds of like the of like the oatmeal and the the weird like with the (laughs) kissing sounds and then all the butter. I was like, this is just too much sloshing for my liking. (laughs) A lot of sloshing, a lot of like visuals that like reminded you of diarrhea, just like loose stool looking oatmeal. But I have to say like they like I'm comforted when Michelle's on the screen. Like there's something so calming about her. No, I totally, totally agree with you. I think there's something like she's never you've never seen her like stressed or like panicking or uh it's always just like calm. Even when she like gets back from the date and the girls are and you know, Rachel's like, what'd you guys do? She's not like, you know, weird about it. And like, um, I don't, she was just like, yeah, we had a really nice time. It was, it's always so calming when she's on, on the screen. Yeah. I agree. Which I, I guess yeah. makes her a great teacher. Like imagine having her as your teacher when you're in elementary school. <laughs> what a dream. To, like one of us. <laughs> and like, I'm like, manic. what? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking look it up. <laughs> like that's yeah, that, me I as mean, the teacher. <laughs> that's why it, it does feel like she's good at like handling Matt. Like it feels like she's like good at like handling his energy. Like even when he's telling her about his family situation, she's like, her response was like perfect. She was like, "Yeah, be, I'm not. Gonna, that doesn't make me not love you because of your family background." Like that was like, "Yeah, wow." Like, can you can you be? my mom when i'm in you know in tough times like right she knows exactly what to say um how to say it like just i mean very comforting and i think that's one of the reasons why matt really likes being around her i mean i would i i think um having that like peace compared to the other girls who are you know either it's they're causing drama or they're crying or they're like you know something she's always level-headed and um I I feel like she's too level-headed for like I'm like how did you get on the show that like mm-hmm. every time she's on screen I'm like I can't imagine you applying to do this 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I guess like it's maybe like a Hallmark movie situation where she was like, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and like apply for this random show that I'll never get on. And then she did and whatever. Well, that's kind of what I was just thinking. Like I do. That's to me the reason like they can't end up together is like I think she's like, yep, I got this mountain. Climb it. I'm good to go. Reach the top with me. And it like just feels like Matt like. Matt, like, no, she's exactly what Matt explained at the beginning of the show that he loves, but it's almost like yeah. that's the end of, like, the, the family that's already in place that he likes hanging out at the house. And then, and then you just see, like, I, I just don't know if he's ready to, like, Definitely end not. his, like, jer- right? They Definitely should have not. met in, like, five years. I yeah, agree. it feels like that. I, I think that too. And I think it's like, I don't think she is too good for him. I think she is too grown for him. I think she's just way too, um, just like emotionally aware of how she is feeling, what she wants. And Matt is, I mean, he's clearly not there. I mean, there was one thing well, that he said, I can't remember. And he was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, she, she said to him, um, I want to see what it's like, uh, you know, not just falling in love, but staying in love. And how do we make this last? And how do we, you know, get through the years looking at my parents and stuff? Like, how do we do that? And he's like, well, that's a great way to look at it. I've never thought about that. It's like, (laughs) right. (laughs) I know. Um, Which comes from like, (laughs) like I have major commitment issues as well, but like my parents have been together since they were 15. So it's like, uh, I, I don't know where a lot of things come from. <laughs> so I, I thought that whole thing with Michelle, cause she was like, just cause my parents are still together. Doesn't mean I don't understand that you have commitment issues, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, to me, Michelle is like a great, like dating lesson to people out there where it's like, you know, you look at this woman that she's doing nothing wrong. She's being honest. She's being classy, hot, She's she's going on the fantasy sweet date. Like there's nothing right. here smart. that is out of the smart, all that stuff. And and you know, I think to people at home sometimes there's this like fear of scaring someone away. It's like you're like Michelle isn't scaring any of us. She feels like a warm hug. Yeah. Like Matt, if he doesn't choose her, it's him being scared of like basically his own situation and and the idea that like it's a nither, it's a different phase of life like what mm-hmm. a good lesson loki i feel like he is not going to pick her but when he doesn't she's going to be like it's okay i understand like i oh, feel yeah. like she's going to yeah. be very like i'll see you in a few years maybe our paths will cross again she seems very like imagine Unfazed. she like loses her mind and it's like insane i would love that <laughs> um, uh well, I, 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 I'm curious to see what happens with that. Obviously, we know uh, Bree doesn't stay, but um, Bree's date with Matt, mm. uh, I, I dead ass thought she was going to be having her fantasy suite in a tent. And see, <laughs> and I, I thought so well. too. I, I, I was like, I was like, this is my nightmare. Oh, see, I like, I love that. I live for camping and all that shit. But the fact that both of them, the fact that Matt was like, my big secret is uh, I've never done this either. And I'm like, why make that a secret? Just be like, this sucks. The produce, like, doesn't it suck that we have to be in the fucking woods again? And I like, it, it just, 
and put up a, the most lackluster tent I've ever seen in my life. Right. Like, I'm like, you couldn't even string some I mean, white lights up in this bitch. This is the bachelor girls on <laughs> Pinterest do it better with the $20 budget. Well, why is that their date? Why not have like a PA, like set up like a glamping situation? Fair. Like where's, you know, like where's like the, you know, like they should have walked into like a, 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 a woodsy wonderland and they get out there and they're like yeah here's here's some supplies put it the fuck together like it was like to me like also i kept thinking of like have you ever had sex on the ground there is in no the worst worse situation idea oh uh, uh. especially if you're not in I the agree. tent you're gonna be like full of twigs like yeah it's not a f- <laughs> uh, trust me um trust me <laughs> It is not it. Um, yeah, well, that's like a... it's like sex, se- like sex on the beach. People are like, "Oh, we should have sex on the." And it's like, no, you want sand in your ass for three months? Like yeah. this is this to me. I was Ruin like, every set I of sheets just, you have. <laughs> Facts. I thought the same thing as you, K. K. I was like, this is no, 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 no. Don't go. Just turn around. Uh, end it. Well, she's like, also they- like, you don't think there's snakes, do you? And he's like, yeah, there's snakes. I'm like, there's also like massive ass bears in those woods. Right. 100% that neither of them seem to like be at all. Can you imagine if a bear ruined a date on The Bachelor? Tens across the board, I wish. Tens across the board, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, but uh, yeah, I saw them walk up and I was like, damn, this poor girl has to go ATVing where he wrecks the ATV. Now they're in like a tent where they're making these s'mores. Uh, but I'm do- I, I was really glad that they went back to an actual um, you know, cabin or house or room or whatever. Um, and they had a really good conversation. And this is another thing that I really love about Brie is that she, just like Michelle, has like a super level head and just knows what she wants and, and knows how to um, tell people what she wants, which I think has mm. always lacked throughout this entire um, season or this show in general. She... Yeah. Uh, it's just like, you know what? This is how I feel about you. This is um, how I see our lives going. And this is where I came from. And that's it. And it's just, I really, really, really like Brie. And they have that mutual shared, um, uh, you know, family life where they both were raised by their moms. And um, I really, really like Brie. I do too. I feel like the monologue, uh, for lack of a better word, that Matt, gave both Brie, Michelle, and Rachel about his fear of commitment. I was like, this is like a lot of the same exact uh, words, like verbatim. I'm like, mm-hmm. I felt like, uh, is are you reading off a cue card? I don't know. I did not feel like... this. He was playing the hits. He yes. was playing the hits totally. It felt like he was playing, you know, like something that'd be on an oldie station. Like, And he kind of did... You know, I, I think with Matt James, like he was he is looking for a reason. This to me, this struck very much like I've seen this in my own relationships in my own past where you're like, OK, I have my argument where I'm not the bad guy. And he's like, I'm gonna play this key over and over again. I got my dad argument. I've on un- I've unveil un- unveiled this like this past thing that I can't get over. And now that's going to be the reason that I kind of can say to someone, Hey, I'm not ready yet. Like, cause he said mm-hmm. the same, I, I totally agree. He said the same thing to all three women. It was like, we've heard this song before. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And at some point, like, you gotta make the choice to push through those fears. And I feel like he was, like, setting up, this is why well, it's he not was say- gonna, I'm gonna not commit to all of you. What? And he was saying it, like, in this way where you're like, oh, like, yeah, like, here's why I'm not gonna commit. And he was saying it, like, you know, it was almost like he was like predetermined to get out of like these things with these people. But like, mm-hmm. hey, we'll have sex first. We'll do fantasy suite first. But just so you know, th- this the the idea of me not committing has been planted. I mean, I mean, uh, Brie brought up getting engaged, and when she did that, he reacted as though he did not realize that's how the show ends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, the engagement." It's like, right, the engagement. Um. That's yeah. usually how we're a week show. away. <laughs> yeah, well, that was literally. Away. I felt like every time any of them were like, "I'm in love with you," he was like, he got like just a look. I, I didn't like it. Except for Rachel, he did. He leaned into that. Yeah, the Brie date just felt weird. I mean, the Brie date, like she was as upfront as her mom. Like you could tell, like if she was doing like the talk. Like she, when she said engagement, like you just saw Matt, like um um um, Breeze. and like kind of close up. Yeah, he kind of closed up, and you're like. And it's like, I, I, this is kind of the argument for why you have someone on the show who's been on the show before. And I don't, I think I've said this with you guys before, but like you, he, I don't think he sees how far along he actually is. No, I don't think he does either. I think it's, he's still thinking that there's time that there's like, um, you know, that an engagement's not coming at the end of this. Like this is happening right now. And I think that's why. He's just fully not prepared. I tweeted from Bachelor uh, last night. Matt was like, I signed up to be on Claire season for like a few weeks, really up my engagement (laughs) on Instagram, raise my rates, make some awareness for my charity, meet a ton of girls via Insta. Next thing I know, I'm supposed to be proposing to to choose between three women like how did i get here like it felt like all of a sudden he was like like, shit where's tyler (laughs) he's like i gotta get back to new york to my seven grand um a month apartment overlooking now i need a parking spot for this g-wagon that abc's letting me keep what did we what do we what do we think of Bree's dress walking into the the dinner portion i mean i that was that was my yes queen moment. I mean, my I mean, God, she looked unbelievable. Brie doesn't stop. I mean, she like Dana, no. who writes the newsletter, and I were texting during, and she was like, "How does Brie's hair look better in the woods than mine does at a wedding?" Like <laughs> <laughs> on my wedding day. <laughs> Even in that sweater, and listen, I'm upset at all the turtlenecks because there's just so many turtlenecks, and I'm like, we get the vibe is turtleneck, okay? Um, I mean, turtleneck is turning into turtleneck is turning into fetch for me. Like, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So let's stop trying to make this happen. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like that. enough. This is the second season in a row full of turtlenecks, and the other one was in fucking goddamn Palm Springs. I know that, and I'm I, and I think <laughs> that summer. <laughs> Uh, well, I can't have turtlenecks happen because my body type cannot have it happen. I, you here, cannot here. be a wide, wide-shouldered, stocky guys do not pull off turtlenecks. I would look like I'm like like a like a like a button. Like I would look horrible. I can't have this happen. Yeah, I literally can cinch my waist, and I still can't pull off a turtleneck. So <laughs> let's not bring them back. <laughs> 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, let's move on to Rachel's date. And uh, one thing about Rachel that we saw for every date, every time, you know, Brie came back or Michelle came back, Rachel's first question was, <laughs> so what'd you guys do? And listen, mm. rule number one, do not ask questions you don't actually want to know the answers to. Amen. Like, you don't want to know what they did. Like, they're not going to come be like, uh, come back and say, yeah, we hooked up. It was super hot. He went down on me for like nobody. <laughs> like Gobble what? me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, don't ask these questions. And she was really not having um, she was struggling with this. And like, you could see Brie was struggling with it, too, when Michelle came back. But something about Rachel I mean, I, it was just not it was not sitting well with her. It didn't help that she went last, but it was so mm -hmm. funny because you're right. They like Brie didn't look so it, it was funny that like after and this kind of happened after Rachel spent the night with Matt, too. You have to assume Matt's good in bed because after each woman came back, they just looked like they spent a weekend at Canyon Ranch. Like they looked <laughs> so more relaxed after the date than they right. did before the That's, date. It was, and it was. <laughs> That's Bree's like doing her interview. She's like, last night, yeah, it was. I like you could tell in her face. She just wanted to be like, I got dicked out. Like it was like <laughs> <laughs> he blew my back out, bitch. It was wild. <laughs> you could see it, and it was so stark on Rachel because ra now you had two women sitting there, just like, ah, yeah, we had a good time, and then Rachel just sitting there, like, yeah, I guess, the, uh, yeah, sure, sounds like it's gonna be fun. Like it was so amazingly like yeah. right in front of you. But I do think also I would, if I had to choose which, which uh, order I went in, I would want the mm. last date. It's like a comedy show. Yeah, I would. They, you save the best for last. That's why the most famous person on a comedy show always goes last. It's called the headliner, <laughs> okay, so wait, honey. Let me, let's just do this one right now because uh, we're here. But this was my would you rather for the week is would you rather... Um, be the first fantasy suites date or the last or the middle, like which I guess this is a not one mm. or the other, but a choice of three. Definitely not the middle. That is the last place you want to be. First or last. It's yeah. like an audition. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I, <laughs> I, I'm with you. Didn't I didn't ever thought of it from like a headliner, like the the last like closing out the show to me. You you know if you it would depend how I don't know Kay what do you think I'm still thinking this over I think I would want to go last it would suck going last um, because obviously like you're the third one there and you're the um, thirds the thirds the thirds third <laughs> but at the same time. You are the last person he saw before he needed to make that this decision on who to send home. Exactly. You're so going to you know remember that person the most. I would go first because it would be I'm not confident enough to go last. I think you have to have a ton of confidence because you would have like every moment in that situation just like 
Is is this as good? Was this as good? You know, like I I would want to just live in blissful naivete of like because you're always gonna get for that first person the shock and awe is always gonna be there. For the third right. person, you might not have it. Yes. I need it more for my sense, my confidence. I need it more than theirs. I would say if I had to pick, definitely last, but middle would be the worst place for sure. I think middle would yeah. also be the worst. Um, okay, so wait, back to uh, should we go back to Rachel's day? Do we do we feel well, like I do think well, the conversation the- was interesting? Okay, I thought when um, well, number one, they get to the ceramic state and she's like so not having it. I, I thought we were going to get like a ghost moment, like where Patrick Swayze is like behind them. Um, but she's like annoyed and she's like, I can't get it to stay. And it's like, well, this is obviously not about goddamn <laughs> ceramics. And the woman yeah. is like, no, what's she's interesting tense. about ceramics is, and I was like, it is nine 35. There is 25 minutes left. And we're starting it with what's interesting about ceramics. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> The ceramics date is so annoying. Like I, the idea that they're sitting there being like, like, like they don't even like the ghost thing is so old that they, I don't even think the audience would even care of about the reference. Yeah. I mean, they did it with no. pilot Pete too. Remember they did that as like the, mm-hmm. the commercial was him doing like a ghost thing. And oh, I think Whoopi Goldberg uh-huh. was even in the commercial, um, which is so bizarro what a collab i feel like what rachel wanted was like a cassie situation she thought that matt was gonna be like fuck this competition i'm in love with you i'm gonna jump over this fence and send all these other girls home without even telling them like i thought i felt like that's what she wanted (laughs) yeah i don't think she i don't think she saw another version of the show like she like i i actually was thinking about this like because the bachelor and the bachelorette are on like six months apart from each other, you forget to like compare the two fantasy suite episodes. Like when it's the bachelorette, the fantasy suite, it isn't like this foregone conclusion that she's going to like sleep with all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like the, the, the bachelorette will do a thing where she's like, maybe I'll send someone home before. Maybe I won't. Maybe I will. Rachel kind of like thought of it like the bachelor's like, no, we're all going back. I mean, we're all going to the room. It's up to if you want to go, we're going to go. And I don't think <laughs> Rachel even saw like I'll be like Matt was like, yeah, I'll be making decisions later. I'm, I'm going to have some, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. I'm going to do some taste tests at the Baskin Robbins yeah. first. You know, like I don't think she <laughs> saw it that way. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. And also one thing that I um, I'll get more into this later. I just think that Rachel it feels so forced um her feelings for him i mean like she's almost trying too hard like too hard to be like i just love him i don't know what to do without him like i can't like what am i i it feels very like yeah i need well, to win it's also like if i was if you had to sit and i also was reading that like it, it, it's over the course of like a week it's not like night after night that they have these um fantasy suites so she's just sitting in this giant hotel with no TV, no um, phone, w- knowing he's out, like, fucking the other two girls that yeah, that's she's true. up she's... against. Like, I would be burning the entire place down. I know I could not handle well, that feeling. The... Like, I would never go on The Bachelor ever or a show like it because I know I, like, could not handle that. 
Well, was it Bree's date or Rachel's date that had the fireworks at the end? That it was uh, Rachel. Rachel's date. Because well, I'd... I kept thinking like, <laughs> I kept thinking like you're in the house and you're like maybe he dumps her, and then all of a sudden you see the fireworks go off. You're like, ah, uh, I guess that means he's coming. Yeah, like the fireworks I know. are like just <laughs> like you don't see the that, like, that. Those aren't goodbye fireworks. Yeah, they. So it's like. You either see no fireworks or fireworks, and in, you're in your room at the Nemecolon being like, uh, are they coming? Are they? It's like the Pope dying. Like You see the smoke come out. You're like, <laughs> Matt James has came. It's that, yeah. I was thinking about Bray, who was like, okay, so Michelle got 12 hours at a spa. Yep. Those fireworks must mean <laughs> Rachel got fireworks, and I made a tent that was picked up from Field and Stream. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, <laughs> but Brie did walk in coming. that rose ceremony. Like <laughs> Brie, I felt had a confidence about her walking into that rose ceremony. Oh my god! First of all, they all looked so good. Brie's bun, her hair, the bun was, was like so like shiny and slicked back. I mean, it looked. Uh, Can I ask you, stunning. Kay? Kay, why don't? Kay, why don't women do that look more? That look is so sexy. Because I feel like most Bree's don't the think only that. one that can do that look. <laughs> I'm oh, okay. I don't know. I, okay. If I did, I feel like that a bun is-, is normally like a lazy hairstyle. Like that yeah. hairstyle did not take her. Or you know what it is? She took a basic hairstyle and she just finessed it with such elegance <laughs> and perfection. If like I totally did a low bun i would look like a founding father like that is just See, I like think, if i did a I, low I th- bun i would look so <laughs> crazy i think women think that this is like one of those things that like you know women like like are like no these are my yoga pants and like men are just like yes we love <laughs> whatever them. you know like 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 there's a vibe that doesn't go with it but i yeah i was looking at that that her look i was like man this is such a sexy look like i i i don't think founding father at all but i understand like that's no not, not her know, me. <laughs> but, I, mean, I know i think any woman would look good in that look i i do think that probably i mean i'm sure i just uh she just looked so good i mean all three you of them their dresses were like, beyond slaps in bed because i felt like the vibe she was like i am not going home like i even I, when I, she even when he sent her home um she the way she cried still was like just so just like quickly touching like the little Ugh. inside her tear ducts and yeah. when she was, was like i can't be well, that, mad i can't be upset and i was like yes you can well i mean i mean to me that that was the the uh, that was like where you like you mentioned the rachel thing at the at the ceramics thing where she's just like rachel just there's there's a just a different type of maturity between rachel and the other two women like the way brie left like yeah, she's touching up the middle of her eye and not really like sobbing. But then to say like, I'm not angry, I'm just sad. Like just to even have that position is like so mature. So like I watched her, you're watching this and you're like, wow, like you were here for like an actual relationship and you are someone who's not just looking for a relationship. You're looking for the right person. It did feel that way. Mm-hmm. I do hope she gets famous though. I do too. I mean, she's <laughs> she was in that she was in that SUV with like the fluorescent like weird lighting, and it looked like she mm. had like a ring light, like a 
like an angel from fucking <laughs> heaven. And I'm sick to my stomach because yeah. I have seen myself in the back of an Uber and it does not look like that. I've seen myself crying in the back of an our- Uber and that is not what it looks like. <laughs> it is not. It is yeah. not that. <laughs> Let We've me all taken an Uber. We've all taken an Uber selfie and been like, oh, nobody will ever see that ever. Yeah. Right. When you try to take like five and then you're like, well, it's just not happening today. (laughs) This ain't my day. I also cannot unsee. I know we talked about this before, but uh, the names being written on the roses when he picks them up, I cannot unsee him looking at the rose, turning it and then like looking up. I truly think that that's a thing. Oh, totally. (laughs) I can't unsee it. Yeah. I can't unsee it. Also, there's three of them. We can stop after, you know, like, we can stop at 10. At that point, if you're going to be getting engaged in a month, you should be able to know the 10 to names. To know their names. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's go into our uh, weekly categories. I already gave you guys my would you rather, but um, I want to hear your guys's. Would you rather have date? Would you rather have a date in the woods or a date where you both have to take a milk bath? <laughs> I'm taking the milk bath. I'm taking the so milk too. bath. I'm sick. Yeah. I think so I watched too. that. Listen, the sick. butter thing. Uh, I, I was like down for that whole date. I actually thought that was like, <laughs> at least you're inside. At least Ugh. you're like, a, sh- a shower is coming at some point, right? All they were missing is like breadcrumbs and they were ready to be put in the fucking air fryer. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm like, like, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> roll them in the butter, put some like, uh, you know, milk in them, just roll them in the breadcrumbs and throw them. <laughs> like yeah, what? No. I, <laughs> I would have needed to eat before that date because I would have been like, I have to, I can't walk in here hungry or I will lick you. Like I can't, I need like, <laughs> like a, like a, I need an RX bar before we do this one. <laughs> I think, yeah, Just oatmeal is, like, so gross. I can't even, like, when people eat oatmeal in, like, a bowl, I can't even look at it. It's, I hate oatmeal. I I would be in the woods 1,000%. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a, um, an outdoorsman. That's Well, I'm definitely more of are. an outdoorsman than I am a milk bather. <laughs> all right jared what's your what's your would you rather so so on the theme of the oprah interview with uh harry and megan who would Mm. you want an oprah style interview with so i'll give you four p four choices so they can't really escape it's going to be a hard interview it's going to be tough questions matt's dad victoria chris harrison or rachel who would you want under the oprah Oh. interview style Ooh, Chris Chris okay. Harrison I think for sure I think Chris Harrison floundering under Oprah would be quite the thing to see and there's more questions there Rachel I feel like would just be like I- I'm sorry I don't know da, 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 da. I feel like there's a more bulk to Chris Harrison I think I think I would go with um, Victoria because mm-hmm. I would I would love to see Victoria try to gaslight Oprah. That's the thing. I just don't Oprah believe Victoria. Would so rip her apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's why I kind of want Victoria. Cause I, I do believe Victoria this season was like the mirage that the producers were change chasing. 
Like, I feel like they saw how she acted and then they just chased that, you know, drama dragon and it, it kind of ruined the season. And I would totally. just like to hear, like, I would like to hear what she thought going in, like what what her strategy was. Because I know she none of what she did was real. I need to know what she thought she was doing or how she thought she was going to come out of this looking great. Because she had to think that. Yeah. Agreed. Um uh, for our top choice this week, uh, we all have the same person, Michelle. She is, I think she yeah. is the best, the best choice for Matt, whether he picks her or not. I do not know, but um, I mean, she's everything he's looking for. Yeah. I mean, I think she's the obvious choice. The obvious choice. Yeah. It, it's the obvious choice. If we could tell Matt, like, if if Matt wanted to start his life today, because right now Matt is doing, you know, guy life pre-engagement. Like I remember I told a friend of mine, I was moving in with my girlfriend and he was like, that's the biggest part of a guy's life. Like he's like, you know, women, it's marriage, maybe babies, but like he's like moving in with your significant other. Like you, that is the, the step towards a different lifestyle. So I think yeah. Michelle's the choice based on if he could do that. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like if you're living with someone, like, marriage is not that different from that. No, um, no. At all these days, so. Um, okay, villain of the week. Mm. Jared and uh, I have the same. Yeah. But mm. I also we think Go your ahead, argument. say yours. So we, say have, yours. we have Matt's dad for obvious reasons. Yeah. But Kay, um, you have... But I have, uh, I wrote down the producers just because I, I, I can see why you have Matt's dad down, but at the same time, I feel like he was, hence my title, trapped into this sort of situation, like blindside. I don't think he bamboozled. knew what he was getting into. Yeah, he was bamboozled. He was hoodwinked. Like, I don't <laughs> I think he knew what he <laughs> I too. I don't think he knew what he was getting into. And um, I do still hate the fact that it did show off this stereotype again of, uh, you know, a black father not being present regardless of the situation. It's like, yes, that's what, um, you know, Matt's life is and that's what happened. But I don't know if we needed to, um, see it. I, I feel like it was, it could have been a private conversation and then the rest could have been aired. Like, you know, like the normal stuff that happened at the beginning, but it's TV, you know? So, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think villain is like too strong a word for his dad. Cause I do like, like, I watched that thinking like he not thinking he was like a bad guy or whatever. I was watching that being like just how hard that conversation is. And like he did a human thing where it's like, listen, I, I, I have to let you know that like I tried my best. Like I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I just thought it was the most interesting part. I, and, and yeah. kind of for the lack of a better, a better choice. Right. And it does sound like his dad had quite um, his own can of worms to deal with growing up. So like, yeah, his father. I mean, the way his father was talking, he was like, "You think you had it hard with me? How I was? Like, imagine how I had it with how I grew up." Like he said, his father mm -hmm. was killed when he was five, mm. and and all kinds of things. So, like, obviously, his dad is a reason the way he is for a reason too. So, uh, yeah, I guess villain would have to go to producers. You're right. 
Um, okay. And now the, the cringe Harrison award. Um, mine has to go to Rachel's insecurities just because I, I feel like everything was just so forced with her. The, the drama of obviously like, you know, what show you're on, you know, she's going to be with these two other women like that. We got to sort of get a grip on that. Also, it just feels very forced. Like she's wants to win and not necessarily fall in love. It's like, I want to be with him so bad. I just need to figure out, I guess, if he doesn't pick me, what I'm going to do with the rest of my life without him. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I felt like she was on that couch. You're going to move on. Like hours. Yeah. Like you're going <laughs> to, it's fine. <laughs> you're literally like 23. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're going to leave with the second most uh, Instagram followers. I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Even after a scandal. <laughs> so yeah. um, I said every time a girl said I love you because Matt was just like, yeah, baby, I'm going to butter your bread. It was like the vibe of his face. His, I guess Matt's face was the Cringe Harrison Award winner for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, he did have that vibe of like, oh, you love me? huh? Well, here's this note about maybe fucking. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's- you're going to love me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i had my my cringe harrison was um matt reusing his dad's story to l- relate to all three women it was note for note the same story every time it felt like he just like it was a paint by numbers thing where he's like this is why i won't commit but i will commit to this one night together you know it yeah. was like very rehearsed agree very rehearsed um, all right, Jared, do you have a minute for us? Well, we referenced this earlier in the in the episode, but I want to just talk about the ceramics date. I totally can't believe they're still doing this date. There was one point where, Chris, you referenced this earlier in the show, where the ceramics teacher at 9.35, late into the show, is going to try and relate ceramics to love. If you're the ceramics teacher... Take a step back. Let them hang on the wheel. Let them screw around. They're not going to make anything good, and they're not going to learn about love from you. They're not going to go, wow, I never thought of a love being forged just like the bowl that we made. I never thought of having to burn, having to work our way through the temptations of the fire of the kiln. If you're a ceramics teacher, just teach us ceramics. Teach us how to move the wheel and get out of the way so we can watch a guy and a woman touch each other and get messy. Amen. (laughs) And get messy. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Who gets your guys' rose this week? I said Matt because he got laid three times. He doesn't get my rose, but he won the week. Mm. So does does he get your flower? Listen, bitch, if I was there, yeah, he would. (laughs) What about you, Jared? I I had uh, Matt's eventual therapist. They basically he did (laughs) he he did the first like month on this show. Like the the this episode was like the first few sessions of therapy. He's already evolved enough to like go to the next round of therapy. So I think the Mm -hmm. the therapist you know, uh, the ground has been broken on the house that they get to build together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. So mine was Bree's hairstylist. I, uh, absolutely. I just need to know what kind of products we're using. Drop the, drop the routine because 
<laughs> my hair is dry. <laughs> um, and Breeze has enough moisture for um, a small village. So uh, that's who gets my rose this week. Um, I'm excited for next week. It's the finale after the final rose. We're going to finally figure out who the bachelorette is. Um, mm. We're going to see Emmanuel host yeah. and talk to Chris Harrison. And we're going to find out who Matt ends up getting engaged to question mark. And if they're still together. Yeah. Question, question mark. It's a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're going to be, <laughs> we're going to be finding out uh, next week. It's going to be a crazy episode for sure. Um, do you guys have any predictions on who the bachelorette's going to be? I know we talked about it last week, but I, I just want to get some like last minute throw out predictions. I mean, I'm still rooting for Michelle. For Bachelorette? I feel like she's not going to win. I would love to see her as Bachelorette. Mm. I would be happy with Michelle. I would be happy with Abigail. I'd be happy with Katie. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, also, I do feel a little sorry for people. Like, it's been so long since we've had... Um, poor Peter season. Like, Bachelor. Got... Yeah, I'm like, those poor girls, <laughs> never going to get it. Um so yeah <laughs> so we don't think so yeah. nobody from peter season not like a maddie or a um no who was on i feel peter like people season. are like over <laughs> over it exactly i mean if anyone should know who was on peter season it's us three and we named and okay you, you named one and you then i can one think of Hannah Ann, and and then i can't think of any of the others <laughs> anyone like, else like, at that point yeah um i'm team katie i just think that i and and it's uh, because I'm biased. She's a fan of this show. She's been a fan on, she's been nice on Instagram. So I'm cheering for not just Katie to be the bachelorette, for us all to be the bachelorette. You yeah. know what? I'm here for that, Jared. We're all the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the bachelorette now. All right, guys. That's right. Um, so uh, until next week, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the bachelor and Twitter at Bachelor Pod. Jared, you did a great job at having people post their stories. So um, listen, I, I think people have to know how much we appreciate that. When you make it your Instagram story, you tag the Bachelor Podcast, you tag any of us. It is literally to us that is considered such a great form of payment for this weekly show. So I think everyone out there, again, I have this belief. If you're looking at people's stories, People are looking at yours. If you tag stuff, when you go, you you scroll over the tags, so do people do that for you. So tag, 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 make your Instagram story. We're all influencers. So yes, yes. Uh, make sure you guys are uh, <laughs> tagging us in your stories. Rate, review, and subscribe. But we will see you guys next week for uh, the finale. All right, guys. Bye. Batches.